Hello and welcome to another edition, yes, the second edition of the Ginger and a Half podcast. We can't believe we've made it this far. Uh, we never even thought we'd do a first one. But yes, it's here. It's here to disappoint you and you're for some reason watching or listening to this. So thank you for being a part of this absolute torture for the next 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, we hope you enjoy it and once again, welcome. I am uh, not going to introduce myself first because we have a particular <laughs> way to do that. So, introducing... Andy. Hi, I'm uh, the ginger one, I suppose. And, uh, uh, and this is... I'm Chris. I'm the short one. The, the half, I guess. Also half mm. with this lovely ginger beard that's coming through which i will be oh, talking yeah. about later on in the show so interesting wait, little wait. fact coming up for you um yeah. so i want to start off by um asking you andy how you've been doing what you've been up to this past week or two since we've uh, recorded the last episode what have you been up to to be honest man it's just been a whirlwind i mean the world was against us the press wrote us off you know you remember those newspaper headlines like podcast will fare within days oh god yeah um and yeah the, the personal attacks as well like people say the son are bad but i did not expect them to say those things about my mother um anyway it's you know obviously as as we're all aware it's skyrocketed beyond belief um yeah. we even turned down a spotify deal because it wasn't good enough no exactly um, now i have people peeling bananas for me so damn i'm living love it no that's it um i've been right man <laughs> <laughs> um just enjoying that that working from home life still um that, that was going okay really my, my work said that it was going to furlough more people today so i was kind of worried that was going to be me but i've just had confirmation that it's not me so that's ah. a celebration right there i suppose um in the time since we have last spoke i have finished watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe films in chronological order. Oh um, yes, love that. Yeah, that's a hefty achievement. Yeah, yes. um, and I was I was very sad at the end of Endgame. I will admit. That's sad. Yeah, it was sad, but Endgame great films. It's just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Um, that's, yeah, in terms of movies, in terms of watching for myself, um, I continued to watch Happy, which is absolutely incredible. Mm. Uh, it's a series on Netflix, which is made by the same guys that did Crank Two, if you know that film. Oh, okay. oh, incredible. Yeah. Um, but it includes animated characters as imaginary friends and everything. So, um, yeah, just craziness. Completed the first series. We're on almost. We're about three quarters of the way through the second series, and. Uh, Highly recommend it. Absolutely. Um, what did we complete? There was a series that I completed recently as well from it. Um, I will check that later on while we're talking about other stuff. But um, I want to say happy Pride Month. It's June. Um, now, very, very relevant to what is currently going on. Obviously, um, I don't know if... Not not everybody knows this. I've been doing a lot of research into it myself while mm -hmm. I've had time off yeah. being furloughed. But um, obviously, Pride was started off by the Stonewall Riots, uh, which is very relevant to what is going on now. So I want to yeah. uh, send out my support uh, to the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I'm sure, Andy, you'll uh, agree with that. Um, but it's cool. yeah. terrible that we are even... I think my friend put it uh, in a correct way today on Facebook, leaving a status. I know that social media is a crazy thing, but um, he put, what was it? Now, let me get this correct. Don't be angry <laughs> that people are rioting in a pandemic. Be angry that we are having to riot in a pandemic. Yeah. Or protest. Yeah, that's well protest, not riot, protest. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, I, I, if for any kind of this is a very difficult topic to talk about, obviously. Uh, but yeah. if you want to be able to educate yourself, do something to help out. Obviously, um, everybody, a lot of people did the Blackout Tuesday um, 
event with the uh, black square pictures uh, but if you want to be able to do a little bit more um, I just su suggest even just looking at the blacklivesmatter.com website I've signed up to that um, there's loads of YouTube channels that are hosting little um, fundraising events where on the side if you're on a computer you can see um, who you're donating to so even if you've only got a couple of quid it's something um, it goes a long way, doesn't it? It's, um, yeah, exactly. I think, like you say, one of the most important things for a lot of people who you know might not know too much, or people, um, but wiser people like us, the better thing that we can do is just simply educate yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, to gain a fuller understanding, and I don't know. I mean, for worse, really, a lot of relevant history that you know, shaped our modern world and relates directly to issues like this isn't really taught in school in like your history classes or whatnot. No. Um, so there's a lot of things that you need to dig and, you know, look for yourself to actually find the information um, to gain a full and fair understanding of, you know, how something like, well, how what, what's happening now is sort of happening. Um, I mean, I know that I in school, sorry, Andy, I know that in school we learned about like um, slavery and stuff like that, but we didn't learn anything about like the modern things that are happening now, especially with stuff like police brutality, uh, racial profiling, stuff like that as well. So, yeah, it's definitely something that needs to be um, pushed more and learned about more, be out in the open. Yeah, yeah massively. You know, it, it's... Um because it is a huge part of life. I think a lot of people are realizing right now how important and big uh, and how big a part of life it is. Um, yeah. And it's, I think like you said, you know, with social media being a bit difficult, like at the moment, you know, opening up Twitter and just having a browse, which is a, a kind of regular daily habit for my sins <laughs> that I have. Um, but at the moment it's kind of, it's just crazy that like every day you, you, you're going on there and just seeing worse and worse videos in terms of, you know, how people are being treated. Mm. Um, and the police especially, like, it is ridiculous, you know, that you, you kind of have faith in the police force that they, they will, they are just people and they're, um, they're there with the best intentions and they want to help you. Like, yeah, of course, sometimes they are going to get things wrong, but like videos of them just for no reason sort of attacking peaceful protests as well those are the worst ones i think and it, it really does kind of hit you and just make you like realize how messed up all this is um it's very hard to watch i've had to kind of take myself away from it so much um i've so, found myself that i've had to kind of uh monitor the amount of social media that i'm consuming over the past a uh, few days uh, when it all started off um, Instagram's a thing for me so stuff like Instagram live um, I think it's really important obviously for us to be educating ourselves and learning about that stuff um, but at the same time um, I think it's I mean I've probably doesn't relate into what's going on but I have really really struggled with my mental health this week because I feel so strongly about it and because yeah. it's literally all there at the moment um, I understand that obviously everything that's going on now but it's something that needs to continue after this all dies down in some kind of way something has got to happen I mean I don't know about you but with Trump being in charge over there right now and not necessarily doing the right things to de-escalate everything. Um, I feel like this issue is going to potentially go on right up until the elections and passed in November. Yeah, well, things yeah things are definitely sort of ramping up, aren't they? Like for me, I've I've even sort of thought it's going to turn into almost like a civil war scenario. You know, if things do kind of carry on this way, because they've been deploying military forces and yeah. Um, and obviously, if they're not, you know, if if you, if as a protest you're not getting anywhere with a peaceful protest, then you're kind of forced to turn like into a violent protest, which is what has happened some of the time. But not saying it's a right or wrong thing, but I do understand it. You know, if your voice isn't being heard when you're trying to peacefully protest something, you're naturally going to be frustrated by that. And even if you know, with entire violence, it's not going to get anywhere. It does make you wonder where else this can go. 
Mm. But I think I think you did make a valid point about it affecting um, mental health, and I think it, it really has affected the mental health of, you know, obviously not just people that are involved with kind of protesting or people that have been sort of victimised by the police as part of this, but anyone really, anyone that you know, like I'm saying, had had sort of some faith in the world, perhaps, um, and they're seeing all this stuff on sort of social media, um, and it can be very very heavy, you know. Okay, yeah. so um, I think I think um, the best thing that people can do uh, for this whole situation, like I said, head over to BlackLivesMatter.com, get yourself signed up uh, to get educated, uh, get emails and everything from there, uh, and just do your best to do your research, um, talk to people, have those conversations, and listen. Most importantly, I think is a very very. Yeah important thing so um yes um so i want to move us into i think um should we should we go into recent listening for and music recommendations then uh for this particular episode so have you got uh, something you'd like to start off with andy yeah well um i do yeah and it's it came at a very um it's come at a very important time it's got a relevant title um and even more so, the artists are doing a lot themselves to help with the movement. Basically, it's um, it's the new Flatbush Zombies EP, just okay. titled Now More Than Ever. Flatbush Zombies, I don't know if you're aware, Chris, because it's not really your sort of field, um, <laughs> but they're a, a New York hip-hop trio. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. Been a fan of them. I'm not sure now. Five or six years, I think. Mm. Um, I went to go see them a couple of years ago. It's one of the best shows, like hip hop shows, I've been to. Crazy, and to be fair, in their in their work and their lyrics, they've always been um, quite prominent about injustices and you know unfair treatment and that that kind of thing. Um, but the EP being called Now More Than Ever, you know, it does strike a bit of a chord as being very relevant to what's going on. And the obviously it was all recorded before this stuff has flared up, but they do address these issues quite prevalently um and on the release of the ep they released uh, a little merch range with like three items and their merch is known for being like insane it's next level like they are <laughs> one of my favorite groups for merch and that, that's a big thing for me um nice. and they donated every penny of the merch sales to um like causes supporting you know the black lives matter movement and they made i think it was a hundred grand within oh, wow. like an hour yeah okay, wow um, okay that's impressive yeah and the next day they released another top um doing the exact same like it, it was a pre-order one you know but i think they just were kind of blown away by the response they had so they yeah. released another top and then that like people jumped on that i missed out on the first uh, the first three items. So I thought, okay, I need to get one of these tops. And, you know, again, it's supporting a good cause, isn't it? It's not Absolutely. just helping, helping your favorite independent artist. It's going to actually do some good and help the world. And, and the music itself, the EP itself is very good. If you're a fan of them or that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my number one recommendation for right now, I suppose. Okay, I think it's fantastic that um, a lot of artists have been uh, jumping on and helping out with uh, releasing merch such as t-shirts and stuff that are related to the current movement. So uh, yeah, big shout out to all the bands and artists that have done that. And uh, it sucks that I can't afford any of that right now, but at least (laughs) to make a small donation in some way uh, somewhere else. Uh, I've got a couple of recommendations actually. One that particularly came to mind um, is... uh, I mean, I couldn't re- not recommend them uh, for what's going on at the moment. But I, I, I'm going to assume that you've listened to these guys purely because rap and metal. Uh, but Body Count with Ice T himself, like you've got to be listening to those guys. Like his lyrics are exactly about the the world it, that's going on. Um, I think it's fantastic that uh, when I looked into. Uh, interviews with him uh, in the past he literally just talked about they made the band purely because his mate wanted to play the guitar so he could shred mm. and yeah 
my god what an amazing band they come out with it's so, so surreal I, I love them to bits um yeah. So that's my kind of like metal, rocky kind of recommendation. Obviously, me being more into that side of things. But also, um, now, I, I mean, I've played EDM, dubstep, all that kind of stuff on my show before uh, and gotten away with it, even though it's meant to all be... What's like, your show? Give um, it a plug. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yes, every Friday night on rhinoradio.co.uk, 8 p.m., repeated on Saturday at 2 p.m., the short Chris Rock show. Uh, loads of people and stuff. Um, Andy, do you want to promote something? And then I'll go on to my recommendation. Yeah, um, I have really nice feet. <laughs> Wikifeet.co.uk <laughs> feet. Feet. Oh no! Um, right. If people want, if people want pictures of my feet, they are available for a price. Contact me with your custom photo inquiry. What kind of angle, lighting, that kind of thing? We'll work some of that. Check out our Patreon that will eventually be set up if we get enough listeners. That would uh, be a very, very high tier. <laughs> that's where all the ginger ninjas can go. Amazing. All right. Is that what we're calling them? <laughs> Our listeners are the ginger. I think that's a good, yeah. Because short and stealthy and very ginger. Yeah. Um, okay. So music recommendations. <laughs> um, I wanted to recommend uh, someone who I've been listening to for quite a while. And um, I was influenced in this kind of music by my brother because he makes that kind of stuff. Uh, but Dr. Ozzy, uh, who is just absolutely awesome has recently released a new ep it is called give me a second if i remember ah (laughs) it is called host that is correct um it's got some really cool like indian influence to it because he's originally from new delhi um but he's now currently based in uh toronto um so he's been working massively on that kind of stuff he's it if you want to be able to bang your head to something other than metal, this is the EP to do it with. There's five amazing tracks. Nice. Uh, my particular favorites from it would probably be Art Hillary and uh, Play It Back Again. They're probably my two favorites off the full EP. So definitely recommend checking out Dr. Ozzy uh, on Spotify and everywhere you can find him. Um, it's pretty, pretty damn cool. Um, in terms of other artists that I want to recommend. Uh, there was a link that was posted on my Facebook uh, feed recently uh, that I've just seen today, actually. Um, so I've not had a chance to go through it myself, but I would recommend going to have a look at it. I will leave the link in the description if I remember to, which I will because I'll put it in my notes. Uh, but if you go to okafrica.com, they've got a whole bunch uh, uh they've got an article on there called 20 black punk bands you need to listen to um, oh cool and that came out in october 2019 so still relevant and probably yep. some really really good stuff to have a look at there's a uh, morris farm drive big journey uh tciyf danny denial uh, there's just loads of really really good artists that i have imagined once I've listened to, I will definitely enjoy. So, yeah, plenty of plenty of uh, recommendations, and I'll be playing some good stuff uh, in the weekend coming as well. Anyway, uh, where are we going next, Andy? Uh, well, yeah. Also, I just wanted to say I also uh, I kind of forgot to want to just shout out and recommend the new Currents album. Um, oh yeah, a slab of top-notch modern metalcore. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've only listened to it once or twice to be fair all the way through, but you know you get a good feeling about a project, um, and that's very good. They're all, they're also very good in the merch game, which is something I like. Mm. Um, I, I need to get onto that album. Like the the singles that are from it are amazing. So I yeah, imagine I love the album is really good. Yeah. Um, no, in terms of moving things forward, though, I think we have to discuss the football, which is very yes. soon to return to our screens. And I am going to very quickly type in the football so I know what fixtures are coming up because I was very useless at that. I know that they've just announced the uh, the championship fixtures, haven't they? Uh, oh, okay. 
Uh, oh, yes, here we go. Uh, so the championship, uh, the first match for that is on the 20th of June, and it's going to be between Fulham and Brentford. So, I mean, okay. that's a shout for a game, I guess. <laughs> so I'm going to keep up the championship. You can talk about the Premier League. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweet. Uh, well, basically, everyone hates Liverpool, and we all hope they don't win the title. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my room I've just moved my Liverpool towel off the radiator before we recorded this you are a good soul oh. uh, <laughs> yeah that's I mean it is what it is like from my point of view as a United supporter it is almost a bit of a dead end of season because I thought well now we do have the Europa League to play for I don't know if they've given a date for the restart of that yet no I don't but, think they have it's weird though no yeah, well, I think more than anything, like I just you just kind of got the feeling that this squad has finally sort of sorted out some of its demons, mm. um, and they're at a place where they're all kind of getting along, and it's just fun, and like they're playing football the right way again, and it has been entertaining to watch, you know, before obviously it all stopped for lockdown. So that's the main thing for me is just looking for those positive steps being made still. And you guys have just um, signed up Igalo again, haven't you? On loan again, you've extended his loan. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is fair, really. Obviously, if nothing else, he is a huge United fan, so he was desperate for it to kind of be extended. Um, and I don't really think that uh, Shanghai Shenhao, which I think is how you pronounce it, I don't really think they'd benefit too much from having him back because there's a big PR degree to it because they'd come out across kind of rotten and a bit bitter, really, wouldn't they, in some form? Yeah. And, you know, it's... I don't, know, I don't know if they're even playing games again out there. Um I assume they probably are because of the scale and the time of things. But yeah. I, think he's been, I think he's been a decent addition for us. Um, I don't know if I'd sign him on a permanent deal because I don't know how much it would cost, but I definitely agree with keeping him until January at least. You know, he adds something different to the attack. Um, he's not exactly Danny Welbeck, <laughs> but we'll, we'll take what we can get. I mean, speaking of cost at the moment, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about Liverpool at the moment, if that's okay with you. Yeah, um, so yeah. obviously the Timo Werner deal that's been much talked oh, yeah. about in the press. Um, it looks like he's probably going to go to Chelsea now. Uh, but yeah, they've gone to see, haven't they? Uh, I think so. Yeah, but I mean, it probably makes sense for Liverpool at the moment not to get him. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, Klopp came out and had a talk about it. Uh, but if you think about it, Liverpool went to furlough a load of people at the beginning of all this. Um, everybody went no don't do that and then people <laughs> are now struggling to afford to buy players and it kind of makes sense really because if they were going to be furloughing it would make sense that the money that they would have saved is now being used um so unfortunately we're not going to be getting Timo Werner but it looks like we are uh going to be you know signing up Van Dijk on a long-term contract possibly to the end of his uh, career which is incredible that's I mean I'd probably recommend him it's like the equivalent of getting Rio Ferdinand uh, in his prime so I'd probably say that and then um, there's some other long-term contracts that they're looking into as well instead so I think it's good that they're getting the full team on board for like the good years of the career Um you know, I've, looking over the past couple of months, the, everything's been shut down. It's been funny to just watch like uh, Andy Robertson being Scottish and bantering with everybody. And then James Milner is just the epitome of sarcasm and boredom. He's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- yeah, I think part of me would, would love to, to go in there. Yeah. No. Definitely, man. I think as well, though, obviously, once um, the, the doom prophecy is fulfilled and you guys do win the league, obviously, you'll <laughs> unlock a lot of extra coin then. Mm. Um, but I think at the moment, though, if like if it is all going to resume, I don't think many teams will be doing business right now. Because, no. again, like with United, for example, you know, it's been going on and off, like the rumours about Sancho um, yeah. and Grealish as well. And obviously, you're not going to negotiate with... Well, with Grealish, for example, now, because I suppose the biggest factor is if Villa stay up. 
you know, depending yeah. on the price tag and all this kind of stuff. And it's a few more games as well to decide whether you actually want the player, I suppose. I mean, personally, I feel like Grealish is quite overrated. I feel like you could get him on a deal like Shakiri, where we got him when he was relegated with Stoke. Then that might yeah. be a better option for you guys. Um, well, yeah. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Obviously, if, if Villa do get relegated, you know, you might be in a position to say, well, you can't charge this amount because he has literally just got relegated. You know, that's bound yeah. to knock a lot of ends off the deal. I mean, I wonder, um, you know, with every, every every team is going to be losing a hell of a lot of money right now anyway with everything that's going on. They're not going to be able to have fans come in. They're not going to be able to sell season tickets, VIP tickets at the moment. That yeah. is a lot of money off the table. I mean, I'm wondering if that is, obviously, prices for footballers has inflated massively over like the past decade or two. I wonder if that's going to bring prices down. I think it must do, um, purely because, like you say, resources will be limited. Did yeah. you see, I saw a story, um, I'm not sure if it was today that I've seen this or the past couple of days, but Tottenham have applied for, well, they've been given a 150 million loan from the Bank of England, I think wow. it was. And yeah, and that's a team like Tottenham, Tottenham you know, like, that's purely yeah. to compensate for the loss of earnings that they, you know, has been inflicted upon them because of coronavirus. Yeah, um, and obviously there, if nothing else, they're a well-run financial output, you know, because that's Daniel. That's Daniel Levy. That's just how he is, isn't he? He's quite a shrewd businessman. But um, so, if you think about the lesser teams, I suppose you know the guys at the tail end of the table, teams that don't have as much resource anyway. You know, like you, you Bournemouth, you Watford, Norwich, for example, Villa, yeah, small um, teams. Yeah, they're really going to be struggling. I mean, Villa should be one team that aren't struggling. I mean, they've been around for God knows how long, forever. Yeah. (laughs) They're a team that could be Premier League, but I mean, they're very, very, they're too weak at the moment to be able to kind of cope, I suppose. Yeah, they've just been up and down a little bit, haven't they? And this season kind of indicates that they started the season quite well. And, you know, they looked like they've got a squad capable of doing some bits. Um, Um, I wonder if they could become the like the old West Ham of like the 90s and 2000s where they were just bouncing between the leagues yeah (laughs) I mean Norwich do that very very often Um, yeah so I mean it's going to be very interesting couple of years I think coming up now to see what happens Uh, I imagine like the millions will come back in once all the fans are back in but for now it's going to be interesting to see what goes on I mean Chelsea are probably going to be the ones that stand out with everything because they'll have had time to save up money because they've not been able to do they've had the transfer ban um, so they're probably in a position to just spend money right now yeah well in one ways it might it might have worked kind of well for them in that sense because obviously this this window would have been um, where a lot of people can kind of jump, like get um, get a leg up on them in that sense, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of closing that deficit a bit, so probably has worked for them. But, right. Um, yeah. So uh, you seem to know what the next sections are. I mean, I've written stuff down, but I feel like you have got more of an organised idea of where we're going next. Well, uh, yeah, I just have a big question for you, really. Um, do you have an honorary ginger of the week at all? I'm surprised, but I haven't managed to think of one, to be honest. I mean, I I, I did have an idea, but I wasn't sure if it would be um, the right thing to do. So I'm going to hold back for now. Or actually, no, not an honorary ginger, but my ginger of the week, as yeah. with a shout out last week. And I'm probably going to do it for every single show going on. We're going to make this a thing. We want him on the show. Frank Carter. Hey. <laughs> Frankie boy. We need to get our Frankie boy on the show at some point or maybe get him as a regular guest because that would just be the, the incredible thing. <laughs> yeah. A regular guest. Like, he doesn't have a day job. Can you imagine? Just uh, get him to do, like, a clip each week. He'd be like, hey, dude. <laughs> Do you think he's uh, been furloughed by the band? Do you think that's oh happened? God, can you imagine? That'd Labels are like, look, we love your music. The last album was great. But right now, you need to take a week off. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yes, um, Frank Carter is my ginger of the week. <laughs> Excellent. 
Hold tight. I support that decision. Yeah. Have you got mm-hmm. a, a choice in particular? Um, no, uh, but I will uh, signal any listeners to our social media channel. Oh, breaking up again. Fun times. Where in the last week we put up a Oh, is that her? Am I back? Hello? You are back. Hello? I think. There you go. You're back. I'm back. Yeah. Hello? You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Technical uh, difficulties. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so signposting listeners to our social media platforms. Uh, this last week has seen the first ever edition of our rated ginger post yes um so i think we 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 have mentioned about doing this on the podcast and obviously you know with people sending in gingers for us to rate we will definitely include that on our audio adventures um Mm. which are also soon to become visual adventures on the old youtube indeed Uh, i'm working on that yeah we're excited about that you might even be watching this episode yeah damn hi i see you (laughs) There'll be some form of inception going on right there. Um, Watched that film actually this week and nearly cried oh, yeah. watching it. Oh my God, it's my favourite film. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. One of my favourites. Inception and Interstellar and any other film by Christopher Nolan. That begins with I am. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so there, there you go. Uh, more recommendations. Is this just a recommendation yeah. show now? <laughs> yeah, basically. We just need to get gadgets in to try and stuff. Oh, do you remember that uh, show from like Channel what? 5 from the years ago? What gadget that? show. The gadget show, yeah. I miss that so much. I, that was actually pretty cool, yeah. That was a great show. You, yeah, well, especially when you're younger and you're watching it and they're like messing with all these crazy gadgets. You've got no idea what they do, but you're just like... <laughs> this starstruck by it. I mean, we've been watching um, how it's made as well, which is oh just, yeah. I, we ended up seeing how a toilet is made, which was just the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. And then it really aged. <laughs> the, the, the it aged itself when it showed us how a computer is made, and it's all this old technology from like early two thousands. Oh, I see. Like floppy disk drive cd-rom drive it's like that doesn't exist anymore in anything yeah oh uh, anyway um going off track there uh i've lost track where were we up to i was just saying obviously we did a, a rated ginger post on the social yes there we go um, long story short we had a photo sent in to us of uh <laughs> of a ginger um a delightful looking ginger if you ask me because he's got a high rating Oh yeah. Um, this man was sharply dressed. He he had a high, you know. He scored high because he was. I mean, he was well groomed. He was well dressed. He had a thick, strong orange beard. Yes. You know, the, the nice fiery hair. Um, clearly had some freckles about him. Um, but the photo also had a degree of comedy because he looked slightly lost in in a way <laughs> that only the photographer could have captured so eloquently. Um, we have no idea who this guy is, but we were just sent no. him and we rated him. You know, we don't, I mean, we don't ask questions. We don't discriminate. We get a photo. We get to work. We don't even know yeah. what he truly looks like because there is a slight blur on that photo. Which for me, which I felt made, made the rating all, all the better. You know, because you can see value. his great features through the blur. Yeah, and obviously if someone stumbled upon it, like, just by chance, stumbled upon that post, they'd be like, what the fuck, like, this post, this, this picture's blurred, how are you even rating that properly? Which, uh, you can interpret that your own way, you could think, well, that means these guys have got x-ray vision, and they're in, like, that rating means all the more for it, or you could think, these just good guys having a bloody laugh, um, absolute fools, either way works for us, you know what I mean, we ain't fake. Mm. Um, yeah. So... I found an article from November 2017 on shortlist.com, which is perfect because I am off. And it's about, uh, it's called, Here's Why So Many Non-Ginger Men Have Ginger Beards. Right, let's teach them. And they've put underneath, it happens to the best of us. Wow, really, guys? Um, So um, in this article, uh, it talks about a 
Dutch genetics organization uh, who explained how everything works. Um, so the genes that, de- I'm quoting here, the genes that determine hair color are so-called incomplete dominant hereditary traits. This means that there isn't one single gene that's dominant over the rest, but all genes influence each other. Generally speaking, people inherit hair color not only from their parents, but also from their grandparents and earlier ancestors. So it's entirely possible that one distant ancestor had a hair color that suddenly appears again through through a certain combination of genes, and that can be quite unexpected for the parents. So it could be a great great grandparent or someone from the far distant past in your family that has caused you to have a ginger beard even though you've got blonde or brown or black hair or blue hair if you happen to dye it that way um speaking of which i keep on showing this to people but i'm very very tempted this 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 may be black very soon um what so hold on okay so what so you've just got a box of hair dye How, how long has that been there I bought it, uh, so I've very, very rarely been leaving the house over the uh, over the lockdown, um, yeah. but we got to a point where, I, even though we're meant to be shielding, we haven't had any help with the like, government um, sending any food and stuff, because oh, yeah, okay. just now they've decided that, uh, I'm not diabetic, but the rest of my family is, that diabetics type one should be shielding and not leaving the house. So mm. we had to go to Aldi <laughs> or yeah. the other shops are available. Um, and that, while we were doing the shopping, obviously getting the necessary things, this just so happened to be on sale for like five quid. So uh, me having my late twenties lockdown crisis, identity <laughs> crisis, uh decided to i mean i've I've, (laughs) in general over this period i have gone back to the mentality and thought process of when i was like between 16 and 20 so like i've gone back to my college uni kind of era feeling right really weird but i feel that's who i really am i feel like it's been a blessing having this time away from work because I finally managed to get back to myself, if that makes sense. So being constantly weighed under and stressed and not being able to think about anything other than work because you're going out dead early in the morning to get to work and then coming home dead late and not having any time for yourself. It's been nice to be able to kind of reflect on uh, who I really am, I guess. Um, and I think that kind deep, of takes us into the, the mental health side of things, really. Um, yeah. So is there anything that you'd, I, I know I'm springing this kind of on you, but is there anything that you'd like to talk about uh, to do with mental health at the moment? Um, well, I think all, all we said when we spoke previously was it was quite interesting that we noticed we both have a different sort of um go-to in terms of like genres and kind of music and stuff when we're both like feeling a bit a bit down in the dumps a bit sorry yeah. a bit beaten um it's been a weird so, this week <laughs> I've, yeah um don't be put off viewers or listeners um no but, i think it's no, good no, for I, us to be able to talk about this i think yeah, that we might have listeners as well who need to hear stuff like this yeah you never know um and if you do, you know, obviously feel free to, to get in touch and like yeah, always know reach out. what kind of stuff you'd, you'd be listening to in certain situations. But um, me personally, like when I start to, well, when I do notice myself feeling a bit more kind of down or upset or like, I don't know, angry at the world or whatever, mm. my natural go-to is like the heaviest stuff I've got, you know, yeah. um, because... I don't know, I suppose if nothing else, like there's there's a lot going on in a lot of the heavy songs I listen to. You know, you listen to any kind of, uh, something like Every Time I Die to like Lamb of God or Machine yeah. Head or, you know, something like that, where there's a lot of things going on in it. It kind of, it's, I don't know how to explain it any better than it sort of satisfies my mind. You know, like you've got a lot you can kind of focus on and like yeah. carry that bit and that bit and, 
Yeah, but I think you said that you're kind of the opposite. Yeah, for me, it's 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 been interesting, actually, because I've kind of had a journey this week with it. Um, so I found, obviously, I kind of get uh, a kind of a brain fog um, when I feel myself g- going down that, like, rabbit hole, I guess you would say, of mental health. Um, and um, for me, at that particular time, I'll find it difficult to listen to anything particularly heavy. Uh, so... I know that I didn't really want to talk about this, but when I'm creating my radio show, for example, um, yeah. I have to go through so much music uh, and I have to find out if it's going to kind of hit with me. If it's going to really, you know, if I feel something about it, then I'll put it in the show. Um, yeah. And I find when I'm going through those particular weeks that there'll be tracks that would normally, I would absolutely love just don't, vibe with me hit with me at all and yeah. i find that i'm kind of more persuaded towards like the indie kind of thing the i mean i i found myself helping myself concentrate by using a classical playlist um this week yeah. which was really interesting but also on a complete opposite to that i found especially when i'm um with my brother uh he'll i mean he mainly focuses on like really heavy hitting um, like EDM music. So like uh, dubstep and drum and bass, that kind of stuff. Uh, rhythm, which I absolutely love mm. as well. Um, yeah. And crazy as it seems, because you've got that constant rhythm going, you can't help but dance along to it, move your head to it. And you build an energy. It Because it, that music kind of builds rather than just hitting straight away. Yeah, it it helps you build up an energy and you kind of feel like you've got rid of all that negative stuff because you're kind of able to punch as you're dancing or whatever. And I think it it, it helps you kind of... Sorry? It is a release though, isn't it? Oh God, yeah. Music is a complete release, no matter what kind it is. Um, And I think it's always something that people will need. I mean... I'd love to speak to someone who, just to find out their um, side of things, I'd love to talk to someone who doesn't listen or like music because I know that that is a thing. And I'd love to find out yeah. how they um, kind of deal with things, I guess. I'd, I'd love to see what their point of view in their world is like. Because for me, music is my life every day. I can't go without it. So I find it I find it a hard thing to fathom, you know, when someone does say that, or you hear someone, oh yeah, me, like it's okay, or you know, you're like, oh, what what sort of artist do you listen to? Like, who who would you die to see on tour? Mm. And they're like, I don't know. Like, you've asked a weird question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? So you're not you don't have a constant rhythm going in your head. Like, how are you functioning right now? I find it really strange, but I know that it exists. So I'd love to oh, it does. Yeah, not, talk to someone about yeah. it and interview someone about it. Cause I think that would be an absolutely fascinating uh, kind of chat. I think that would be amazing. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. Um, in terms of mental health, I've, I, I did look up a couple of websites to try and uh, recommend to people. So uh, I've, I've picked two for now. Um, mainly because they were the, the highest kind of up on Google, but I also think um, some of them stand out and are pretty good. So um, if you need any kind of help, um, obviously feel free to reach out to, to us, uh, talk to your friends and stuff like that. But if you need some other kind of help, you can have a look at mind.org for better mental health. Um, they look like they've got some really, really good stuff that you can have a look at. And um also, you can have a look at Rethink Mental Illness, and they have a whole sections on um, all sorts. You've got a section that I'm looking at in particular now is money, benefits, and employment, and there's whole sections where you can learn about um, helping yourself with that, and there's obviously all sorts of other stuff. So there's loads of help out there, and as difficult as it may seem right now, if you're struggling in a particular situation, some of the easiest things you can do is literally just go to Google and look at these websites and find something or just message a friend saying I'm not okay because I know it's a cliche. It's okay not to be okay. 
So, yeah, especially at this difficult time at the moment. Um, well, this is, this is <laughs> yeah, the, these kind of things really hurt me. So, uh, I'm an emotional yeah. guy. Um, oh, yeah. Just I would definitely, uh, I would definitely say to look up some kind of some websites and resources rather than speaking to us though, because we'd probably just worsen your. your <laughs> I mean, all I want to do right now is just hug people, and I can't do that. So, um, another great website though um, that comes to mind. Um, I got recommended it when I was a teenager, and they're still going now. Um, I was useless and didn't follow through, but I know it helps people. If you have a look at cooth dot com, um, that's like all dedicated to like youth kind of issues. So that oh yeah one as well. So yeah, loads and loads of good stuff. Um, so, uh, what have we got next, Andy? Have we got anything else? Nothing I can think of, dog. Hmm. I need to apologise, actually, for not muting my phone, because I've just realised I've been getting emails and stuff come through. I've <laughs> not notifications. I mean, it may pick up, I'm not sure. So, just in case, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, so I guess we've come towards the end of this week's show then. Uh, well, this week, this time, this episode, because we don't really have a specific time frame. <laughs> we're, um, we're urban cowboys. You we, know, we just roll. We, we, we roll. We see how we go. Uh, yeah, we, we put out whenever we feel like, all right? Yeah. Deal with it. I want to say I hope you've enjoyed this mess of a podcast. Uh, it did have some kind of fluency to it, I think. Um, please leave us any comments down below in the YouTube section, comment section, if you're on YouTube. Uh, don't forget the classic like, share. Please subscribe. That would be cool. Um, yeah. We want to know who your favourite gingers are, so don't forget you can submit to us through our Facebook, our Instagram, or our Twitter DMs as well. Uh, there are lots of good ones out there. So we want to rate your gingers. Um, is there any other message you want to say before I help us sign off? Um, yeah, have you watched Mike Bassett? Yes, I did. I watched no the way. Mike Bassett England manager. Yes, I watched well, the film because it is illegitimately on YouTube. <laughs> that's where I watched it. Hold tight. Oh, it is incredible. It's very right, dated, right. but wow. Okay. We're not yeah, wrapping up, guys. Too. We're not wrapping up just yet. <laughs> We're ramping up. Give uh, me a five-word review. Um, without swearing, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ricky is a incredible genius. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I, I genuinely like England win the World Cup. There you go. England win the World Cup. That's probably the better one <laughs> with a question mark at the end. Yeah. England win the World Cup. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting to see kind of like legitimate footballers, but my God, it is so stupid. That's the point of it, though, isn't it? Like, it, yeah. it's, just, it's just great comedy, I think. Oh, it's wonderful. It's very, very dated, but in terms of. I mean, yeah. I, I think, I'm, don't quote me if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm guessing around that kind of era you had all the football films coming out as well because that kind of f filming kind of gives me that idea. So like Green Street and that. Uh, I'm probably wrong. I'm just guessing. I think so, I think so but it, it wasn't really kind of because of that or sort of based on, but it's more based on, um, do you remember Graham Taylor who was the England manager? I, I couldn't tell you what year. Would have been a long but time ago. Yeah, um, basically there was a documentary that came out called, like, uh, I think it was called Did I Not Like That or something. It was basically one of the first kind of fly-on-the-wall type documentaries um, uh, charted him at, I think it was the Euros. Okay. Um, and basically, like the, you know, the squad that he had... Um, Things should have gone a lot better for them than it than it did, um, and it, it he had agreed to the documentary, and obviously, like you know, things didn't turn out too well because I think he gets sacked 
sort of at the end of it. And it, it you know, it shows it's a really well put together documentary because it shows how people are so quick to like turn on an England oh, manager yeah. and how it, I think it's the impossible job. Um, mm. I think that actually might be a title of it. I, I really can't remember. Or I mean, at least it's referred to as that. All I could think of was Big Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. One um, game. Oh, and then he ruined it. Yeah, man. Um, but no, so Mike Bassett like originally came out as a spoof of that. But I saw that. I saw Mike Bassett way before I saw that documentary. It's only because I realized, like read up and saw yep. that it, what, there was a link. Um, so that's good as well to be fair but that's like a legit documentary and it's kind of hard to watch because obviously England fail as we do so often yeah um, but I would say you definitely need to watch the series now because as I said to you last time that's about him managing Wirral County oh yeah and that's like my local area <laughs> I need to find yeah. that so yeah, it's yeah uh, as well. speaking of Wirral County uh, it looks like Tramia are probably going to get relegated because of the, uh, everything that's going on I hate you so much <laughs> I actually went and saw a couple of games for them this year including the one where they knocked um, they knocked out uh, oh, Watford from the cup oh okay great game uh, yeah the replay so that was that was good fun to watch uh, to be fair what is they is Tramia quite close to you is that your local team yeah yeah that is literally my local team and then you've got Liverpool after that so Technically, right. uh, I mean, I know I do it in reverse, but technically Tramia should be my first team. Uh, I mean, I remember the days where they used to knock Everton out of the cup 3-0, stuff like that. So, mm. yeah. Uh, I, I, okay, I guess we're talking about Tramia right now. Um, <laughs> I used to listen to all of the matches when John Aldridge was in charge. Um, I used to be a massive fan of them back then. Um, back when I was younger, I could only really listen to football on the radio. So that is kind yeah. of my 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 preferred way of consuming football is actually by listening to it on the radio. Well, uh, really, rather than watching it on TV. Yeah, I just there's something about it. It's that kind of muffled microphone. You hear the atmosphere in the background. Yeah, like you can imagine it in your head. You can you create something that's probably even better than what's on the actual field. I guess. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. There's yeah. something about listening to a football match that you can't get with, like, just watching it. I mean, the the best atmosphere you could probably get out of watching a match is actually you probably need to be with people. So you kind of yeah, be either at a venue or at the ground itself. Whereas for me, with listening to radio, you can fi- kind of feel as if you're in the crowd there already because you can hear everything going on so uh, yeah yeah I, I there you go random fact of the day about me i prefer listening to football rather than watching it <laughs> i never would have thought that we'd uh, elicit that from this episode there you go <laughs> so anyway um i think we should wrap things up uh, i think yeah. that was kind of a nice episode i hope um if you've been watching or listening that you've enjoyed it uh Please, uh, if, if, depending on what kind of format you're on, subscribe to the podcast, share it, uh, do everything you can uh, to get out the ginger and short people's word. Uh, because people need to know, and we need to annoy more ear holes. Exactly. We are coming for you. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you once again for listening. He's been Andy, the ginger one. And he's been, <laughs> he's been Chris. The shout one. The half. And um, yeah, uh, we're going to come at your ear holes again uh, whenever we decide to. So make sure you're subscribed. All right. Don't stress it because you never know when it's going to drop. Yeah, exactly. Don't watch that. Exactly. Much love and uh, see you soon. Bye.